Hello and welcome to the Atma Podcast. I'm Lozzie, as I'm sure all of you regular listeners and viewers know. You recognise my voice. Well done. Congratulate yourself. I'm on my own. Just to, you know, get that out of the way. I'm on my own. Forever. No, look. Jordan's on holiday in Thailand. Having the uh, a holiday of a lifetime, I'm sure. In Thailand. Never been. I'd love to go to Thailand, to be honest. Although, I will say, it's quite a humid climate. I do not do well in humidity. Um, Dan, he's on a course, so he can't do the live stream at half five on Thursday. So I thought I'd pre-record an episode for you guys and gals. Do you know what I mean? That's because I'm nice like that. I'm nice, but I try to be. Anyway, I'm going to go through a few funny stories today just that I've found in the last 25 minutes of trying to plan an episode so that's what I've done that's what I've done so if you don't like funny stories you can fuck off now perfectly fine I understand I understand it's fine yeah we're gonna go through those stories in a little bit just gonna have a little little chat you know obviously it's gonna be one way because it's pre-recorded so I'm not expecting anyone to answer back, except the demon in my head. Stay hydrated. Anyone who's um, a member of the channel will know that's one of my my mantras in life. Stay hydrated. If you do fancy like becoming a member, four ninety nine a month, you get two VIP episodes per month. I'm just saying. Four ninety nine. It's up to you. It's a choice. Plug over. Plug done. First of all, any Chelsea fans out there, and I'll promise I won't go on in case you don't like football. Any Chelsea fans out there, uh suck a fat one. Unlucky, um, for losing the uh Carabao Cup final against the mighty the mighty sixteen year old ridden team at Liverpool I mean honestly there were players by I would say there were players on by about 60 minutes into that game that I didn't even know played for Liverpool and I support Liverpool so you know what I mean just like I said suck a fat one look it's tough it's horrible You lost against a team full of teenagers who probably 90% of people who follow football would have never heard of the players who are on on at the end of the game. But it happened. You just got to scrub yourself down and uh, then go and spend another billion on players and see what happens. Maybe you'll stumble your way through to an FA Cup. We don't know. Maybe. I'm sorry to Dan, my good friend Dan, if he is listening, he doesn't listen and he doesn't watch. So it's pointless me apologising. Um, he is a Chelsea fan, but any Chelsea fans out there, I'm sorry. But yeah, yeah, it couldn't be a team of 16-year-olds. But that is what it is. It happens in life sometimes. So yeah, that was a, that was a good, that was an uplifting 
things happen on the weekend. Just gone for me. Took it all the way though. 120 minutes. Extra time. And Van Dyke. Big old Verge gets up there. Puts his head on one. Scores the goal. Wins the final. Let's go. Anyway, look. I said I'm not going to go on about football. But that did make my life a little bit better. I'm not going to lie. It made a little bit better. And I'm sure many other Liverpool fans agree. Also, I will just like to announce, just to get some sympathy, uh, I am without a car at the moment, again. 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 If you are, a uh, again, a member, I like saying again, if you are a member, you will know I basically slammed the fuck out of Land Rover. Not going to go into too much detail. But they're shit. So just don't get one. They're expensive. They're probably quality-wise not as good as, I'd say, much cheaper vehicles. And they just, I don't know, they just don't seem to work. Uh, Strange. Strange. But yeah, just don't bother if you are ever thinking about it. I know two other people who have Range Rovers and they've all had problems with them. So, yeah, just don't bother, in my opinion. Anyway, just wanted to say I don't have a car, just so I'll get a bit bit of sympathy. Maybe uh, think about, you know, 499 might help them out. Do you know what I mean? No, it's just in the garage again. I don't know what is wrong with it this time, but there's a warning light on the dash, so it needs to go back in. So my gym routine has been ruined a little bit, not going to lie. Because, I mean, I could walk to the gym. That is about as much commitment I have to walk into the gym. That moment of silence there is a quiet moment of contemplation of me thinking that I really should walk to the gym, but I'm not going to. Because I want to be comfortable travelling to and from the gym. The gym is where the work is done. I could walk. It would probably take me about 40 minutes, half an hour to get there. And if I'm doing legs, then I probably wouldn't make it home, to be honest. But yeah, oh, I hope there will be a quick, just a quick thing that could just be sorted and done. Just forgotten about. I need another car. That's basically what I need to do is get another car because that Range Rover can fuck off. Anyway, look, I've spoken enough about stuff that I said I wasn't going to drag on about, especially the football. Today, we're going to be looking through some funny stories. I'm sure you would have heard of at least a couple of these. But if you haven't, sit back, relax. If you're driving, don't swerve too hard. Remember, you know, use your indicators. Look in your mirrors before... You know, moving, making your manoeuvre. Or just throw in a ditch and hope that the audio equipment survives because then you can just, you know, wait for the ambulance to come and, uh, you know, relax with the funny stories I'm about to tell. Up to you. Please do not cause a crash. That was a joke. Please do not cause a crash. Please. I beg you, please do not cause a crash. 
I don't want to be the cause of a pile-up, all right? So for the uh, video watchers, do you, are they called vo- watchers, viewers? Viewers is probably the better word. Um, I will be putting up this article from Sky News. And the title of it is Police Call to Willy Wonka Inspired Experience in Glasgow as Families Demand Refunds. I know, it's fantastic. So, I mean, I will re- read in detail, but if you want the TLDR, Willy Wonka Inspired Experience turned out to be shit. It was basically the Willy Wonka the Willy Wonka equivalent of Fire Festival, but much, 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 much scaled down to a room instead of an island. But the same sort of, you know, sentiment. Organiser House of Illuminati was forced to cancel the weekend event midway through its first day on Saturday and has promised full refunds. I mean, I will describe the picture for the audio listeners, but I feel if you're watching this, you can fully take in and understand that what you're looking at is a warehouse full of random and not entirely, not entirely evident that it is a Willy Wonka-inspired experience just from the props. Apart from a chocolate bar, there is a big fuck-off, massive chocolate bar, plastic statue. I don't know if statues can be plastic, but they are now. Um, There's a couple of mushrooms. There's a candy cane. There's a lollipop on a fucking massive stick. There's a plant. This orange, and when I say there's a plant that's orange, I don't know if there's any literal way I can explain that any better. There's a plant that's orange. There is a bridge made. The support beams are made from candy canes or look like candy canes. And then there's like a bit of, like, I want to say, for the best... It's basically a canvas with some windows and bricks printed on it. I don't know what that's meant to give the illusion of. Maybe a factory. But it already looks like it is set up in a factory. So I don't really think the budget, like the £10 budget, would have been spent that well on that prop. I feel like there could have been an extra couple of mushrooms or chocolate bars in the gaff. Um to make it that a little bit better an experience. But anyway, I'll read the article. In in Glasgow, this happened, so you can imagine the fury of the Scottish. A Willy Wonka-inspired experience was brought to a halt following complaints. It was an absolute shambles of an event and left children in tears. Oh, you don't want your kids in tears, especially when you spent 35 quid on a ticket. Parents criticised the 35 £35 a ticket event at Box Hub in Glasgow. That was an absolutely shite, shite accent. I do apologise. After being promised a chocolate fantasy like never before, where dreams become reality. This is the problem, right? Why, if you know it is absolute arse shit, 
that doesn't even make sense. If you know it's absolute ass, like anal discharge, right? Why oversell it? Why oversell it? I mean, you can't. You can't at the same time be like, oh, well, it's thirty-five quid a, you know, a ticket. It's all right. It's all right. You can't. I understand you can't undersell it, but there's a level where you're like, okay, this is an interesting, quirky experience. Not. It is the best thing you have ever and will ever experience in your life, and where dreams become reality. Because then that 35 quid a ticket sounds like a bargain. And when they get there, they've been robbed. And you just make a rod for your own back. Despite advertisements pledging a journey filled with wondrous creations and enchanting surprises. Yeah, it was an enchanting surprise, let me tell you. Families instead describe the experience as absolutely appalling and a waste of money on social media. Organiser House of Illuminati was forced to cancel the weekend event midway through its first day on Saturday and has promised full refunds. A police, Scot- <laughs> a police Scotland spokesman. That is such a weird... Is that what they call the police in Scotland? Police Scotland? Or is that a typo? A police Scotland spokesperson said officers were called to the cancelled event and advice was given. I would love to know what the advice was. What did they turn up and go? This is fucking shit. Why have I just? Why have I just done a northern accent, not a Scottish one? I don't know. I don't know. It's terrible. I can't do accents that well. Yeah, advice was given. Stuart Sinclair, twenty-nine, travelled two hours from Dundee with his two sons and four-year-old daughter to the event. R.I.P. There were one of hundreds of families. They were one of hundreds of families. I do apologise, I can't read. That had purchased tickets with many later demanding a refund. Mr Sinclair told Sky News, the promo descriptions all sounded fantastic. It was far from that. On arrival, the family were met with a near-empty venue decorated with a handful of Wonka-themed props and a small bouncy cut. They did not have a fucking bouncy castle in this place. No. Oh, my God. Right, this this image for the audio listeners, uh, again, I want to try and describe this to you as best I can, right? So there is a plastic mould of a gummy bear rather large, probably child size, I'd say. Um, I don't know what is in the middle. Just a what looks like a really overly large matchstick top, like the bit you strike. Um, there's a table with what looks to be very hydrated piss in cups on. And then, you know, the the kind of the centerpiece of this photograph is the archway that is a rainbow that the base is two clouds so either side of the archway base is uh, are clouds that's that is all obviously in the background and the setting of a warehouse that has been uh, i would say minorly minor adjustments have been made to try and hide the fact that it is a warehouse when I say minor adjustments, a couple of black, you know, like a green screen, but it's black, that 
So, yeah, you can still see all the, the like the support beams, the windows of this venue, which is a warehouse. It looks like a warehouse. It looks like a factory. So they they literally have made it look worse by trying to hide the fact that it's a factory or warehouse-looking place. Just lean into it. That's what I'd do. That's what I'd do. Oh, my God. That is a awful-looking bouncy castle. That is awful. That is awful. The bouncy castle is not even big, right? It's a small one. So you, I I reckon you'd probably be able to safely fit about four to five children on that bouncy castle. Not that I know, you know, <laughs> not that I know in any way the recommended, you know, child limit on a fucking bouncy castle, but it's not a very big bouncy castle is what I'm saying, right? There's a few benches and tables with some weird-looking drinks on. Again, all the budget to try and disguise the fact this place is a factory has been just not spent here. The bouncy castle is it, and the few table and benches and chairs are in this room. With, I must say, some very, very glum-looking people. There's not one person in that place who's not wearing either uh, black grey or brown and um, their faces all all tell a exhilarating story they're all they're absolutely willy wonkered mate that's a terrible joke Mr Sinclair said his children only received a couple of jelly babies and a quarter of a can of lime aid fucking hell can you can you get any more egregious than that Given a couple of jelly babies and a quarter of a can of limeade. I don't know what's the worst part. Obviously, probably the limeade. Who the fuck? I didn't even know limeade was a thing. Who the fuck just has limeade? Like, even like Sprite and um, 7 Up are lemon and lime, are they not? Who the fuck's gone yet? Lime's the better fruit. Always has been overshadowed by lemon. Let it fucking shine. Give him a quarter of a can of it. I'll be hooked. Not too much, though. We've only got fucking five cans. Fucking hell. He said the older boys, aged nine and ten, took the disappointment well. My little girl was a bit disappointed because she was looking forward to it, and she's only four, but the boys just laughed off because of how bad it was, he said. Uh... (laughs) Another photo. Um, <laughs> okay, th- this one is just two banners that I would say don't resemble Willy Wonka in any way. More Hansel and Gretel. You know, like a house made of candy or like sweets. That's what's really printed on it. Imagine like there's a there's a kind of village with houses made with. You know, I don't know if it's just wooden houses with lollipops on the roofs, um, very green grass, a nice little um, stone walkway that goes through the houses, very, very blue sky, 
just like two of those printed off and, and put onto a wall. But the thing I find quite amazing about this photo is they haven't even bothered to put them up on a wall like straight. And when I mean straight, I mean like they've put it on the wall, but there's stuff poking out of the wall that doesn't make it lay flat against the wall. So now there's bits poking out. It just looks horrific. I mean, it looks horrific anyway, but at least put it on a wall where it's going to like be flat against the surface. It's the quarter of a can of limeade situation all over again. You know, it is shit. It is fucking woeful, but there is no attempt at all to make it look in any way woefully presentable you know there's just a zero fucks given this is this might be a on par attempt wise with fire festival it's not on the same scale obviously but it is quite funny to see how little effort and by the end of it they just knew it was going to be shit and just started putting up fucking banners that weren't even flat against the wall. Terrible. Uh, Mr. Sinclair described it as an absolute shambles of an event. He added, I've never seen anything like it. It was definitely an experience. <laughs> what a joker. According to the event's website, Willie w- Willie's Chocolate Experience, that is not a good name. I mean, I probably, I understand you can't say Willy Wonka, because I imagine that's trademarked to fuck. But Willie's chocolate experience promised an (laughs) enchanted garden of giant sweets, vibrant blooms, mysterious-looking sculptures, and magical surprises. I would say it actually delivered on one of those things. Maybe two, if I knew what a bloom was. Giant sweets, they did have quite a large... Well, quite a a couple of large lollipops in one of the images, and they also had quite a large jelly baby. I feel like a lot of the budget went on the jelly baby as opposed to actual jelly babies that they were going to hand out to the kids. Or the limeade. I'm actually still astounded that is a thing. Who the fuck buys limeade? If you buy limeade, honestly, honestly, I do think you need to look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, am I a paedophile? Because that is one of the like big indicators for me that you are an absolute wrong'un. But anyway, as well as live performances with charming characters singing original catchy tunes, the exhilarating and immersive adventure should also have featured a twilight tunnel an imagination lab. I honestly would not put it past them playing off the imagination lab as a white fucking room and then they just say, you're meant to imagine stuff, bro. That's the level that this is. I would not be surprised that is one of their, you know, excuses as to why there's nothing in this room about Willy Wonka. She's like, well, if your kids don't have an imagination, you know, uh, it's not my problem. You know, you pay £35 a ticket, what do you expect? 
an actual tangible experience. You know, do you want to fuck off, love? If your kids can't imagine having a good time, wow. what the fuck am I going to do? Yeah, an imagination lab where the boundaries between reality and fantasy harmon what does that say? Harmon harmononi I can't say that word. I should be able to. Harmon harm harmonously harmony I'm a fucking idiot. Harmoniously merge. I can't believe it took me that many attempts to say the word harmoniously. There we go. Well, that's embarrassing. Moving on. One woman wrote on Facebook, she laughed so much the whole way round, while another said she laughed at how bad it was. I mean, all you can do is laugh, to be honest. Spending 35 quid on a ticket. Another person posted, it was a very simple setup with cheap backdrops around it. She had, yeah, I can, the, the backdrops were definitely cheap. I mean... They're not even Willy Wonka. Obviously, they can't be Willy Wonka themed, really. But they're not even remotely Willy Wonka themed. Oh, and a great idea to have a person dressed in a terrifying outfit to come out and scare all the kids. They were all crying. It was terrible, shocking, embarrassing, to be honest. (laughs) What fucking outfit did they come out in? Oh, God. Sold a dream and delivered a nightmare, another wrote. So, basically, an absolute shit show. Absolute shit show. I mean, I've never I've never actually seen an event that's meant to be for children held in such a... I don't know, such a weird-looking place. This does not look inviting at all. Like, this is where you go, you know, to possibly torture people. It's a warehouse. I'm not saying this. It's not like an abandoned warehouse. It's obviously in function. There's electricity. You know, it's got some things going for it. But it's definitely not the place you go and have an experience other than maybe breaking in on the weekend to, you know, do some crack. I don't know if that's what you do in warehouses. I don't know. I ain't got any experience. What are you saying? Strange. But I thought it was quite funny because of how, how bad. They're not even trying. Like, there's no effort at all to make that in any way possible. <laughs> oh, dear. Let us know what you think about that in the comments down below. Jesus Christ, that is terrible. Would you pay 35 quid? I mean, obviously you wouldn't now. But would you pay 35 quid for a Willy Wonka experience? Don't know. Uh, that just sounds a bit dodge to me. Moving on. Moving on. This next one. Oh, my days. We just get better as a a race, really. A race? Yeah, that's that's the right word, I think. I think. We really do. So, um, this one 
An Instagrammer is selling bottles of her own farts for £237. That is the level we've got. I'll tell you what, Belle Delphine, back in the day, when she was selling her bath water, she really did start off a trend of just selling random fucking shit. And it probably wasn't her to start off, to be honest. People have sold random shit before, but I feel like she was the uh, the kingpin, you know, of selling weird as fuck shit to your audience. And I say audience with quotation marks flung up in the air because there are some people out there who really, really should not be in charge of their own finances. So I will try to pronounce this. I'm pretty sure her name, her streaming name is Kiara Kitty. If you are a big fan of Kiara Kitty, I do apologise if I've pronounced the name wrong. I do apologise. You're probably one of the people who bought this £237 um, bottle of, well, what could only be described as shit particles. You've paid £237 for. So Cheng Wing Yi, 21, known as Kiara Kitty on Instagram, is now flogging her farts and promises fans they can be retained for up to 30 days after opening the jar. What the fuck does that mean? So hang on. Hang on a while. You open the jar and you close it again. Is she saying that the fart remnants of the fart stay in there for up to 30 days? Is that what she's saying? Or is she saying the smell... No, the smell will not last for 30 days. That is just ridiculous. No, I'm not really un- I'm not really sure. That is a very, very weird guarantee to put on a object that contains your sealed shit particles. Um... The sealed container comes complete with a love note from Kiara, who has 234,000 followers on Instagram. Her online shop says, Are you curious how your favourite streamer Kiara Kitty smells like? Don't just imagine it. Feed your curiosity. Oh, fucking hell. Fucking hell. You can just imagine. You can just imagine the simps furiously masturbating over that. Oh, fuck it now. Kiara Kitty crafts each of her jugs of scent. Why are they calling it a jug? Why? Just a jug of fucking scent just doesn't sound right. Doesn't It doesn't hit the ear very well, in my opinion. She's a Singaporean influencer. She made headlines when she was forced to issue a public apology for staging an attack on herself in Taiwan. Fucking hell. We've got another Jesse Smoye. Is that how you pronounce his name? Jesse Smoye? Smollett? Let us know in the comments down below. Although he didn't really... Did he stage his own attack? Or did he just exaggerate the attack? Well, okay, those are a pair of tits. They're not bare. Okay, for the for the listeners, all right, but they are, you know, exude what, what, not on show, 
exaggerated. You know, she's like, you know, pushing them together. You know what I mean? Uh, but be but be warned, it may take some time to craft a scent jug, so processing time may change without prior notice. Basically, she's loading up. You know, she's having a lot of food, trying to make herself fart for the money. You know what I mean? So she's got to load up, all right? Give her some time. She's only doing small batches of this stuff. £237 is a fair price for the pain and agony that she goes through. You know, she's got to eat a lot of fucking carbs, a lot of meat, and some vegetables to make this happen. You know, she's got to have a well-rounded diet to give you the best scent possible, which comes from her ass. For £237, that can be yours. The fart trade is potentially a potentially lucrative one, but it's not the only thing the woman from Singapore has sold. Oh, God, okay. Last year, she launched a pop-up business describing itself as the first made cafe in Singapore, offering hugs for £79. 80 quid a hug. 80 quid a hug. Fucking hell. What's inflation like in fucking Singapore? She sells used lingerie for the same £237 price tag, a mystery gift for £790, and even her used bath water for 395 She's done the Belle Delphine, she's elaborated on it, but she's gone back to the classic bath water. i tell you what, she could, she could find a niche within a niche because she's got selling the used lingerie for the same price that she sells farts for. She's got the mystery gift. Put a hold on the mystery gift for a second because I think I might have figured it out. And then she sells the bath water for £395. And what I was going to say is you've got a opportunity there for the bath water and for the fart to be combined. That's right, I'm talking fucking toilet water. Get that shit in a bottle for 790 quid. That's what the mystery gift is. That's what the mystery gift is. And then you can even go further than that. Sell the used lingerie for £237. Shit in the used lingerie for 400 and... I don't know. 450, 460, maybe 470. Or, or, use lingerie, shit in it, bath, put it in the bath water, and then fart on it. That's probably the best part of a grand. It makes sense. I mean, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense. I mean, people must be buying it, must be. There's plenty of simp's out there who love to spend money on things that they think will get them closer to eventually sleeping with the woman they really, really, really love. And that that is the uh, that is the crux of it, really. 
you think you spend money so then you will get closer to this person but in actual fact you are a target and you are being i would maybe not manipulated probably a bit of a too uh harsher word but yeah just 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 don't be a loser really don't give these women money like that Say if it would be exactly the same if they're men, I'm not saying just because they're women, for fuck's sake. For fuck's sake. Alright? But do not give these people money for selling you shit like that. Fucking 237 quid for a fucking jar of methane. Fuck that. How how much was Belle Delphine's bath water? Was it 395 quid? I don't think so. Maybe it was more. I can't remember. But part of me thinks it was less. So, yeah. That's, um, she was apparently forced to apologise publicly for staging an attack on herself in Taiwan. Her assistant dressed up as a middle-aged woman to pelt her with eggs during a live stream. Classic. At the time, the Instagram star was touring... Oh, God. Kao Suying. That's awful. I can't... I can't even speak English, and now I'm having to pronounce Taiwanese places. It's not fucking right, all right? I'm sorry. The woman played by her assistant also accused her of seducing her husband and warned her to stay away. Cheng only admitted it was all an act after the police investigation prompted her to apologise on February the 24th. Was this this year? Can't have been this year. I'm guessing it was last year. Other streamers have also joined the fart-selling hype. Twitch star Amaranth? Amaranth. I'm fucking so bad at pronouncing. I just can't read. That's that's it. That's the basic bottom line. I can't read. Previously launched a business called Cutie Patooties, selling farts and bathwater in 2022. Did she? I did not know that. But I do not follow anyone on Twitch. I, I... very rarely even watch Twitch. Her scent jar costs 791... Fuck off! 791 quid for a fucking methane? Why? While her jar of hot tub water was much less... Oh yeah, just 158 quid. That's fine. That's fine. Fucking hell. What's this? Stephanie Matto, star of 90 Day Fiancé. What the fuck is that? I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, actually, so ignore that question. Claimed to make £38,000 per week from selling farts. Right, men. Men. (laughs) Men. We need to stop this shit. We need to fucking stop it. And I mean just fucking stop. Stop spending 38 grand a week on fucking farts, man. Buy something else. Buy some fucking Bitcoin. Fuck it. Buy some fucking Dogecoin. I'd rather you piss away 
38 grand collectively per week on a fucking shit coin rather than trying to buy literal shit particles. Honestly, for fuck's sake, what are we doing as a fucking... Oh. I was going to say as a gender, but there's going to be people who's like, that's not the only gender. I'm just saying, it's going to be men that are buying this shit. It's going to be men. You're not telling me there's any females out there regularly buying £791 worth of fucking farts. It's going to be men because we're stupid. Fuck me. That's actually enraged me. 38 grand. I've never even heard of the fucking dickhead. Stephanie Matto, star of 90 Day Fiancé. Claimed to make 38 grand a week. She's on a fucking mid-level. Oh, well, probably not. She's on. She's making more money per week than some players in the Premier League. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Can you imagine, right? I know people think footballers are overpaid, right? And there is an element to that, you know. But you imagine the work and dedication it takes to be a top-level footballer, right? It's the equivalent, it's the equivalent, right, of someone working like 50 hours a week retail. 50 hours a week retail, right? And they go and see someone farting for much, 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 much more money. I mean, it's more egregious because I'm trying to compare a footballer who genuinely, generally, rather, earn a lot more money than, you know, the rest of us. But I'm saying, can you imagine the dedication it takes to be a footballer? Top of your game, day in, day out, physically a pure athlete. Right, you are running and running, and running, and running. What you eat, constantly judged. What you're doing, constantly watched. Talked about in the media, blah, blah, blah. And then you say, you you literally say to yourself, there's a bitch selling farts for 38 grand a week. I'm staring fucking relegation in the face. 38 games a fucking lit, 38 games a season. And she's making 38 grand a fucking week selling farts. Do you know, part of me, part of me isn't even really that mad at the people that do it because there's the market there. There's fucking stupid people buying it. I mean, it is a bit predatory when it comes to like, oh, I sell my followers this, blah, blah, blah. It's like a one off thing. Like, okay. If people are buying it, that's on them. But far, oh, Jesus Christ. It's made me a lot more animated than I probably should have been, to be honest. Now, I'm going to move from people selling their shit-stained lingerie and shitty bath water to Pablo Escobar's army 
of horny cocaine hippos. Because this is just fantastic. Pablo Escobar's horny cocaine hippos will explode into a thousand strong herd, experts fear. That is mental. That is mental. Pablo Escobar's horny cocaine hippos could see their population explode into a thousand strong herd as efforts to cull them have failed, experts have warned. Colombian officials, Colombian officials, are still hard at work trying to control the worryingly high population of hippos, which could see their numbers multiply higher and higher over the next few years. Environmental Minister Susanna Mohammed announced last year the government was hoping to sort out the rampaging hippos, but there has been no action taken since this announcement. I want to. I know a little bit about this story, and I know that this projection of a thousand hippo strong herd, right? It's even more crazy when you find out that it started from two hippos. So, Pablo Escobar bought two hippos and brought them back to his, um, what do they call it, hacienda. Anyway, brought it back to his, where he lives, right? He bought two hippos, two, and that now has multiplied into what they project to be within the next few years and a thousand strong herd of cocained cracked up to the high fucking heavens hippos can you imagine i mean it's very well documented the force of a hippo especially their jaw like the actual amount of pressure they can exert on anything when they clamp their jaw together. Can you imagine what strength these coked-up hippos have? Because there are foes in this world that you really feel like, okay, that's going to be tough to beat. And I would say a hippo without drugs is one of those that you go, I'm not going to fuck with that. But when it is absolutely, you know, coked off its tits, that's when you're like, this is a, this is almost a different animal. Can you imagine the fear when you hear those coked up hippos roar? And the weird thing is, you didn't even think they could roar. But now, when they've got that ice-cold crack cocaine coursing through their veins, you hear a roar and you're like, shit, that's the 1,000-strong herd of coked-up hippos coming for me. Let's get the fuck out. Let's get the fuck out of here. Can you imagine... Just being there, hearing that. Because I can't. I don't want to be in that world. I'm actually scared. I don't live anywhere near Colombia. And if there's any possibility that 
the speed boost that they get from the cocaine would allow them to cross multiple land masses and multiple different oceans in the world and come down these ends with the quality of the cocaine that they have running through their system as well. Oh, fucking, they've got the good stuff. There'd be no one left. There'd just be bits of people. Do you think they gum it? How how would they coked up? Do they just eat it? It might tell us if I bother to read the actual article, of course. Nice picture of uh, Pablo Escobar there. Just in case you're wondering who that was. The government had its first... Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Breaking news. Leeds fan falls from top tier of stand at Chelsea celebrating goal in FA Cup. I'm doing this. I'm giving you live news as I'm doing this. I mean, it popped up on the screen. Didn't really have much choice. I do hope that Leeds fan is all right. But it does also mean, if you're a Chelsea fan, your suffering continues. Anyway, we'll get rid of that. The government had its first had first announced planned... Oh my God, what the fuck is wrong with me? The government had first announced a planned culling of the hippos, which would run alongside a sterilisation programme and a removal of the beasts from Colombia and the other countries. So they're in more than one. Fucking hell. They're moving. I'm, t- I'm telling you, they're fucking on the run. But plans were stifled and then are pe- and there were pending permits to move more than 70 of the offending animals, which are wreaking havoc on the wildlife and natural Colombian biome. Experts now believe if their numbers are not neutered by 2035, there could be up to a 1,000 of the hippos running rampant across Colombia. The Sun reported... Oh, okay. I didn't see the comma. So, running rampant across Colombia, the Sun reported. It makes awful news, or marks awful news for the environment, which the herd already 170 strong after 30 years of freedom. How the fuck does that happen? 30 years. Two hippos have now spread into 170. After 30 years. There are initially just two hippos in Colombia imported by the notorious drugs Kimping for use on his private property. Escobar kept them as his infamous, at his infamous Hacienda. This is going to be, I'm going to butcher this. Hacienda, uh, Napoles in Puerto Puerto, Puerto, Triunfo. I know that's not how you say it, right? Just don't come at me. But the animals were let loose after his death in 1993. So wait a fucking minute, right? I'm guessing they didn't know. I'm guessing they didn't know in 1993 after his death that these hippos had been gumming fucking cocaine. Why in the living fuck would you let the hippos roam free 
after knowing that there's a possibility that they've been exposed to cocaine. Anyway, we'll move on. Uh, Ernesto Zazuta, or Zazueta, I can't pronounce it, you know the fucking score, president of the Association of Zoos, Hatcheries and Aquariums of Mexico. I would just like to point out, right, that the acronym for that is ASCARM, which is A-Z-C-A-R-M. There you go. We are in the best position to continue working to help the government of Colombia with this great environmental problem. This is not about a battle. It is about a... a Binational collaboration. Does that mean two nations? A binational collaboration in matters of wildlife management that today is so indispensable in the face of so many thousands of species becoming extinct in the world. There's a picture there for the viewers of the entrance of the uh, Pablo Escobar home, or what he called home. Oh, that, that is it. That is the end of the article. Okay. So basically, by 2035, experts believe that the population of the coked-up hippos will reach 1,000. So hang on, what's that? So it's 2024 now. So in 11 years' time, it will go from 170 to 1,000. That's pretty fucking crazy. And I don't want to be here. I don't want to be alive knowing that there's a coked-up hippo nearby. I'm just not fancying it. Don't. It's not on my, not on my to-do list. Not on my to-do list. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about is uh, something I've tried recently. I'm putting it on the screen for the uh, the viewers. This is the Domino's. We're, I know, look, we're moving stories like we're on cocaine ourselves here. I understand. It's been a bit all over the place. But this is what the podcast is. You listen to the podcast, it keeps you on your toes because you've got no idea what's really going on at any point. Because I don't. Anyway, I have tried the new... Domino's Cadbury Cream Egg Cookie. It is nice. It is very nice. It is very sickly, but it is nice. And if you're wondering, what is that? It is literally a Cadbury Cream Egg in a Domino's cookie. There, there is no other way I can really describe it. It is a full Cadbury Cream Egg in a Domino's cookie. And let me tell you, it is gorgeous. It is lovely. It is lovely. If you don't like Cadbury cream eggs, you probably won't like this. If you don't like Domino's cookies, you definitely won't like this. The two mixed together don't make the things that you don't like positive. Now, that's not how it works. You don't get a negative and a negative and it makes a positive in this case. But anyway, 
there's a few people who have said that it's disgusting that this is even a thing. I disagree. I understand where people are coming from. And a few people have been saying, how can how can Domino's and Cadbury's team up to make this? And I might sat there going, right, if you look at the content, you look at the actual nutritional content and look, I'm not going to sit on my high horse <laughs> about nutritional content and things, but I'm just saying, if you look at Cadbury cream egg, how much sugar is in one? It's a fucking lot. It's a lot. So it's it's not good in the first place, right? It's not good in the first place. And if you look at a Domino's cookie, again, not good, not good. Nutritionally, not recommended to have those. Okay, just want to get it out off the bat. So then putting a Cadbury cream egg in a cookie, I don't really think is that much of a leap. It's going to be shit if you just have one on their own. For reference also, the Domino's Cadbury cream cookies, Cadbury cream egg cookies, they come as a pair rather than four. Normally, if you've got a Domino's cookies, you've got a four, like four individual cookies. These only come as a pack of two. So they're probably just as bad as having four cookies or having the idea is that they're shared, I guess. But you will get those absolute just mental patients who will buy a box of cookies for themselves. I just they're too they're they're too sickly to have too many of. One of these was perfect. Well I say perfect. It was it was too sickly. But it was nice. It was nice, like a nice sickly. But yeah. I feel like people get on their high horse about these sort of things but don't then say, well, alcohol is is all right because it's been here for generations. Cabra cream, eggs, how many generations they've been around? Fucking hell. I just don't think it's that bad. If you're someone who's going to have this every day, then you're like, okay, there's an issue there somewhere. I can see that being an issue. There's people who are saying, how dare Cadbury's and how dare Domino's get together to create something this poor for your health? I'm like, if you have fucking like five beers in one night, how many people go and like, I literally watch people at my local like corner shop. They go in there and they buy a pack of six beers. Probably there's a few of them who buy like a pack of six beers every day or every couple of days. But you don't you don't say how how dare Stella Artois create beer? These absolute scumbags. Disgusting. Disgusting. I was like, well, if you have a beer if you buy a pack of six and you have a beer like every I don't know every few days it's not great 
but it's also not like you're having a pack of six every day. If you're ordering a fucking Cadbury cream egg wrapped in a cookie every day, questions need to be asked. But if you're having one every, like, two weeks or even every week, one, okay, you know it's not good for you. You know it's not fucking nutritionally great. But is it as bad as alcohol? Do we have the same attitude towards alcohol? I don't think we do. I'm not sitting here as a shill for fucking Cadbury's and Domino's. Look, we all know they're bad. If you're sitting there, if you're sitting there and you're looking at the Domino's menu and you're looking for a pizza that isn't that bad, you need to get something else. You need to get something else. Or... This goes against the whole fucking reason that Domino's exists. The whole reason Domino's exists is because you can't be fucked to cook a pizza. But you like pizza, so you get one ordered. And Domino's, as far as I'm concerned, out of the three major providers of, you know, takeaway pizza, Domino's is the best. If you're going to sit up here, come chirping at me, the fucking pizza heart is better, again... Take a look in that same mirror. You're an odds. Nah, look. I mean, I'm not going to break everything down to my opinion. If you're different to me, you are an odds. I'm not just saying that. Look. But, you know, objectively speaking, the quality of the pizza at Pizza Hut and Papa John's isn't up to scratch of Domino's. And I will die on the hill that the Papa John's garlic sauce is absolute nightmare fuel that is honestly one of the worst creations it looks like custard tastes like ass you could probably sell it as a fucking twitch streamer as your dirty dirty anal discharge for like 237 quid same as a fart anyway got slightly off topic there's a lot of people kicking off about this. And uh, one of them happens to be in uh, the government, would you believe? Like they haven't got enough fucking shit to deal with. Yeah, a conservative peer outraged by Domino's new cream egg cookies. Conservative Lord Bethel of Romford posted scathing tweets about the controversial cookie which Domino's announced for the first time on Thursday. This was from earlier on in February this year. He said, This is disgusting. These are serious corporate food companies. What are they thinking? The executive team, the board, and the shareholders should be ashamed of themselves. As this is this is sort of language that I don't I just don't get it. I don't understand why you're going this hard on a fucking cookie. I don't get it. Have you got, like, fucking shares in Pizza Hut or something? Are you fucking, like, Papa John's best mate? What the fuck is this? He criticised the companies further in an interview with The Independent, saying, Cream Egg and Domino's have sat together and said, what shall we do together? And this is what they have come up with. 100% correct. Summarised perfectly 
in a paragraph. They've literally, Cadbury's have just been like, Domino's, or Domino's have been like, Cadbury's, sure, do a collab. Yeah, what are you thinking? Cream egg in a fucking cookie. Let's do it. And he's acting like they've just started fucking selling napalm. Started selling arms to the fucking government, uh, to the public. Fucking hell. He claimed the food brands team teams had decided to produce a recipe with your great brands behind it and use social media to market it to the children. I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't get how this, I don't get how it's marketed to children. Don't get it. Cadbury cream eggs are not, in my opinion, I don't, I don't feel like they're a young person thing. They're more my generation thing. Like, they were big when I was a fucking kid. I just feel like this outrage about a fucking cookie is, is probably better placed somewhere else. And if you're going to start lecturing people on what what is healthy, oh, well, this is unbelievable. They shouldn't be creating these things to then market at children. It's like, well, there's a lot of things that have been marketed at children that aren't allowed to be marketed at children anymore because they're horrific. But they only were horrific if you had, like, fucking five a day. Can you remember the fucking Panda Pops, mate? Can you remember, like, Robinson's Fruit Shoot when that first came out? Mate, I would knock... I could easily knock about ten of those down a day. But I didn't because mum didn't give me ten a day. Because she must, at some level, realise, ah, well, he's off his absolute tits on two of them. I'm probably not going to give him another eight. Parenting 101. Don't get your kids addicted to cocaine-like substances. That is, I just want to say, Robinson's fruit shoe was never, ever, (laughs) was never, ever compared to cocaine. That was for comedic purposes only. I don't want to get hit by a lawsuit from the good people at Robinsons because I heard their next collab with Domino's is going to be off the fucking chain. But anyway, look. Know what is in the shit that you want to eat. Understand that it's not an everyday thing. But am I advocating for people to eat a fucking... Cadbury cream cookie, Cadbury cream egg cookie every day. No, I would not recommend it. It's your personal choice. And I think if you are looking to do that, speaking as a fat guy, do not, do not. Speaking as a fat guy who has lost some weight and has had to put in a fucking graft to do so, don't do it. But the option's there. It's, it is, to a certain extent, a free country. You can eat yourself and drink yourself into bad health. It's possible. I've fucking done I've done it. Not so much the drink, more the eating. I'll tell you what, if I drunk as well, fuck you now. Don't think my body would still be uh, functioning properly. Yeah, look, I just want to say, personal choice. You do what you want to do. Buy some fucking farts online. 
buy some shit stained fucking lingerie. If you want to do that, go for it. If you want to eat a Capri cream egg fucking cookie, do it. If you really, really must, you can even have a fucking Papa John's pizza with that dirty, dirty custard looking fucking garlic dipping sauce. If that's what you want to do, you do it. I'm not saying it shouldn't be made. I'm just saying if you do like it, you enjoy it, and you think it's superior in any way to the garlic dip from Domino's, go fuck yourself. Thank you, everyone, for joining me. I appreciate you taking your time out of your day, listening or watching, and I'll see you in the next one. Up the Atma. Bye-bye for now.